everybody. Thank you for joining us today for Kingdom Concepts. Uh, been really excited and looking forward to this time that we're going to have together with you. If you remember last time we got together, we were talking about my early childhood and my teenage years and just the things that happened in my life, uh, the things that helped direct me to Christ. But today, Eliana's going to be in the hot seat as we talk about her teenage years and uh, things that led up to uh, us even getting married. So it's going to be interesting to hear what all she has to say, but let's begin with the question. Um, what kind of a family did you grow up in? Uh, well, I didn't have the kind of family you did. You know, there's uh, people that grow up in broken homes, people that grow up in, with the true family, you know, mom and dad unit. Everybody has a different story. Uh, you don't need one to have the other. You know, you can grow up good and still have problems with drugs and drinking and all that kind of stuff. Uh, for me, you know, I had um, a good father. I had a mom and dad that both were in the home. Um, I had a great, great father. I honestly can say that. Uh, he was a really good man. He wasn't a great husband. Um, to my mom, he was, but we'll share about that later. But uh, he was a really good dad to me. And I always had a father figure in my home. I had, um, you know, stability. I had everything that I needed. We didn't grow up rich. We didn't grow up poor. Uh, we grew up with two hardworking parents and um, they loved us and, you know, we knew that. But, you know, you always have that rebellious thing that tries to come on you. And uh, for me, I was never really uh, rebellious and drinking or doing drugs or anything like that. But uh, when I turned about, I would say probably 14 or 15, my older brother, um, he started doing drugs and getting involved in just really, really bad stuff. And it really um, made me angry. And so, of course, you know, you're young and you're dumb. And uh, you, for me, I took it out on my parents. I took it out. I didn't understand why they were giving him all the attention. I didn't understand why everything uh, was about him at the time. And, you know, and instead of me helping them, I made it harder for them. And so I began to run away. I was 14 years old, started running away. Um, and I wasn't going to do anything bad. Well, just not coming home was bad, but just not, I was not going to do drugs or drink or anything like that. Um, I would run away for the weekend, hang out with my friends, come back. And that just started a, a pattern and I would do that. And of course, if you're, in, when you're doing that kind of stuff, eventually drugs come in and eventually you, you, you get alcohol involved and, and, you know, obviously uh, boys come in picture and the picture and boyfriends and all that kind of stuff. And so, uh, for me, um, uh, probably when I was seven, I, I don't think I ever tried any kind of drugs or anything until I was 18. And I tried to smoke a joint, you know, on my birthday. Um, and um, I didn't know how to do it. So it didn't work. Whatever was supposed to happen didn't happen. So for me, drugs are like, well, see, see, it's not a big deal, you know. Yeah. And then, um, but then I got involved in drinking. And for me, drinking wasn't hard liquor or anything like that. It was more uh, wine coolers, you know, remember cactus coolers, they would come in a two liter. And um, that was the thing for me, that, that kind of stuff, you know. And so uh, partying was more going out and drinking with my girlfriends and having a good time. Uh, you know, I had the diamond girl thing, you know, we were talking about clubs <laughs> earlier. And people had different kinds of clubs and stuff. Uh, mine was the diamond girls. I have no idea where we got that name. Probably if one of my friends is watching from high school, they'll tell me. But, you know, it's so funny how 
doing all those kinds of things, it still derails you from your future. Yeah. It really does. You know, uh, my parents took me to church every Sunday, every Wednesday. We went to, we were in a different religion. We were in a religion and uh, uh, I was Catholic, grew up Catholic. And, but my parents took me to church. Uh, they explained to me about God. They, you know, we loved God, you know, but it wasn't a relationship like yeah. I have now. And so, um, I, I don't know why boys were such a big thing for me when I had, like I said, I had a father. But, you know, like I said, it's the enemy comes in, he tries to derail you anywhere he, he yeah. can. And um, I was beautiful, and so boys liked me, you know. Still am. You mm. know? <laughs> I've been uh, very confident, been very confident my whole life, just so you know. And, um, but so boys were a big thing for me. And um, I remember uh, just doing crazy things that you shouldn't do with boys, and it caused me a lot of hurt and heartache for me, you know. And uh, then coming to that place to where mm, my father never treated me this way. And I will never allow a boy to treat me this, this way. So for me, I didn't really need a guy. You know, I didn't need a guy. I didn't, didn't think that guys were important. And then I met you. And um, that really caused a lot of problems in our marriage also because uh, I liked you. And as long as you um, were good to me, then I needed you. But if there was ever a problem, I didn't need you, you know, kind of thing. So that's pretty much, that was my bad going on. Dumb, nothing like you. So you were the bad person. I was not. I was just a mediocre bad person. <laughs> you know, I I, uh, I I remember some other stories too that that I'll share later with you guys when she's not here. Um, you know, we met. We got married young. Yes. How old were we when we got married? We were eighteen. I was eighteen. You were nineteen. I yeah. Was eighteen. You were nineteen. As a matter of fact, we're coming up on our thirty-year anniversary. That's the thing. We met September 30th in 1988, so 30 years ago we met, and um, I remember the night I met you. Do you remember the night we met? Yeah. Okay. We, September we do this 30th. September 30th, and we always talk about uh, what we were wearing when we met. I was sharing this with somebody, uh, what we were wearing when we met, uh, and for us, it's just this funny thing that we do. We talk about what we were wearing when we met, what we were wearing when, we, when he asked me to be his girlfriend. And um, you know when you're you're young and you find a hot looking guy and I'm just this beautiful person, you know, and you're everything's great, everything's fun, you know, and then reality hits in and you find out that your boyfriend is selling drugs. You find out that your boyfriend um, just got out of jail, and you were not involved in that lifestyle. And here I am with this guy that all I thought is you knew how to. Do the keg, you know, that that's what you knew how to do. And my father always told me, you never date anybody that's never had a car, doesn't have a car, and doesn't have a job. My dad's thing is, if they don't have a job and they don't have a car, then you don't need them, them for your boyfriend because they have no aspirations, they have no money, and where are they going to take you? So the first thing that I asked you when I we remember. met, you remember the first thing I asked you, I asked him his name. In, these, in this order, I asked him his name. He told me his name. And I asked him if he had a job. He told me he had a job. He was a dishwasher, but it was a job. That was my dad's requirement. And um, I asked him if he had a car. And so he had all three, so then then I gave him my number. But yeah, so that's where it started. And then it all went downhill after that because and then I found out all the things that you were doing. But then by then I liked you, so. She was madly in love with me. It was beyond like. But uh, because uh, how long was it before we got married? A year, actually. A year. We got actually we 
And this is the way not to do it, people. Okay, I'm, we're sharing you with, with you how you don't do it. We met uh, September 30th. Uh, he asked me to be his girlfriend October 7th, and then we moved in together. I believe it was November 15th. Uh, very, very fast and very, very quick. Uh, do not do it. I don't recommend it. It's crazy. Don't do it. Uh, then we got married a year later. But like I said, I had been in that place to where I had a good father, which is really, really good. So if he didn't come up to my expectations, if he didn't like, if he didn't do what I said, uh, then it was like taking home. Uh, it, I was constantly telling him, take me home. We're married by this time, and I'm constantly telling him, take me home. We have a one-year-old daughter, and uh, if I don't like the way you're treating me that day, you just need to take me home because uh, I don't need you. I have a dad, and I have a mom, and I have a child, and I'm going to take the car. So what did I need, you know? And so that's that was a really, really big thing with us. And his, his big thing with our marriage is he had a lot of friends. And friendships to him were very, very important. And as he shared earlier, forgiveness was a big thing. And friendships were very important. So it caused a lot of problems. Because I was of the attitude, you know, if I don't like it, I'm leaving. Because I don't need you. And you were of the attitude is that your friends are really important. So it just caused so much problems. And um, I just remember having um, a lot of anger for no apparent reason. I remember throwing stuff. You know, the first three years were really, really bad. You know, I remember throwing stuff and knives and stabbing you, you know. You know. I had good reflexes. I mean, I, I missed the knife that she threw at my head, but she caught me one day in the knee with a fork. That's why I walk with a limp every once in a while. <laughs> I, you know, when we talk about it now, it's like, huh? why? Because I didn't have that model to me growing up. Yeah. I did not have that model to me growing up. My parents never, uh, if they had an argument, it was in the room, and we didn't know about it. If they had a, uh, a, a something they didn't just want us to know about, it was in the room. I could, I could remember my dad spanking me one time. You know, my mom all the time. She's Mexican, so there's fly swatters going, there's shoes going, there's anything that she could lay her hands on. Yeah. My dad had a closet, and um, there was a leather belt hanging up in there. And if you did not listen, if you didn't listen to your mom, my dad would calmly walk to the closet, open the door, and pull out the belt, and he would lay it. And that was all it took, <laughs> because you didn't want to get spanked, you know? And so I, I think I got spanked once, and that turned into an ordeal because I had it was awful, uh, because, of course, I had to make him feel bad, and he had to apologize to me for spanking me, you know? And that was just a, a big mess. But... I, I, so to going into that and having a marriage that you didn't have Christ, you yeah. didn't have, uh, you didn't have a good father, you so you didn't know how to be a good husband. Um, I felt like mine were, were better than anybody, so I was constantly comparing you. We were constantly arguing and fighting and just, it was bad. It was really, really bad. Yeah. Now, like I said, I don't ever know. We, because we talk about it now, it's like I don't ever know where the anger came from because I didn't feel like, it was modeled to me. I think that it was because we're one flesh. Mm -hmm. you Maybe. Know? And, and, and you reap what you sow. I think that you're just good ground and all of that anger <laughs> I was giving you, I started reaping it. Maybe. You know. Uh, well, I must have done it better because you never hit me. Never. Not once. And all the craziness things that I did, I can, uh, I don't know why. I mean, I know why. It was God protecting you because you would have woke up dead probably, you know. <laughs> but I just.
wanted to go to Vegas or Bluffman with the guys. And I was like, no, you're not leaving because I knew the kind of guys you were hanging out with. And I said, no, you're not leaving. That. And we had a, a one-year-old little girl. And I said, no, you're, you're not going. And you decided that you were going to go. And it was the first time that you were like, I'm going to do this whether you want me to or not. I remember you were standing at the door with your bag because you were going to go with your little backpack. And I remember I was washing the dishes and I looked up and I just grabbed the butcher knife and I just flung it. And I just, I could still see it just flying. You can see it. I'm the one can see it. <laughs> and and um, it didn't hit you, thank God. And I remember you just staring at me. And then I walked up to you and I got in your face and I said, shorter and I said go ahead I said hit me I said if you ever touch me I said I'm gone and I remember he got to my face and he just went like this and then he opened the door and he left and then I got on the floor and I cried because I remember oh my god I almost got hit and so um that was a fun night we won't discuss what happened after I found you we won't discuss that here but it's under was, the blood of Jesus. It's under the blood of Jesus. But, you know, I remember just crazy, crazy, crazy things happening. And just so much hurt between us. You know, yeah. I, I really feel like it's a, a testament to God's goodness and grace and his mercy. We have three great kids. We have all three of them love the Lord and serve with us in ministry. Well, one of them is in Australia, so yeah. to, in ministry. But yet you, uh, you think... Those, those first three years were horrible, you know, and if God wouldn't have saved us, if we wouldn't have followed the Lord, where would we be right now, you know, and I just think that it's an amazing thing to know that once you give your life to God, if you give your kids to God, if you give your marriage to the Lord, if you give every aspect of what uh, is yours back to him, he does wonderful, wonderful things, you know, we got married and just so much crazy craziness going on, but yet we chose to give everything back to God. And, and you know what's awesome is that, because for us, I mean, we cared about each other. Yeah. Even when we were at our worst, yeah. we cared about each other. I mean, I, I wouldn't let nobody hurt you. You know, I mean, I'd die for you. You know, the, the challenge wasn't being willing to die for you. It was, it was not being willing to live for you. Yeah. You know, and, and where we had had love before, uh, man, that love was lost. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you might be watching today and maybe you're in a situation, you know, that's similar. Maybe you're, you know, you weren't throwing knives and forks at each other. But, you know, maybe a love that you used to have, uh, you don't have it anymore for each other. You know, we basically were reduced down to a place to where we were married singles. And it wasn't until, you know, one day you decided, you know, that you were going to yeah. have a change. And, and uh, that's where hope came from. And, you know, and every single one of us has a different story yeah. why why we got saved, where God met us. You know, for maybe for you, you know, you were five years old and you've always known, you know, knew the Lord at five and you've always known him. And your story, you have no, you can't relate to anything that Josh and I have gone through. And that's okay. That's the best. That's, that's the stories my children have. And, and that's totally okay. But um, what... The Lord did for us, he can do for anybody. Because anybody. you you can uh, be a Christian your whole life and still have areas where the Lord needs to meet you at. And so um, next week, I want us to discuss about how we got saved and how 
God turned two crazy people around, and now we're pastors. We love each other. We yeah. even like each other, which is great. Mm -hmm. And um, we're doing what God's called us to do. Amen. So yeah. please watch us next week. We'll we'll be right here again. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Peace.